The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio is here. Unemploymentradio.com. It's such a weird world down there. Normally, oh, yeah. though, I got to say, I'm walking around. I'm like, okay, that guy wants to hurt me. Oh, he might want to hurt You've me. You've got to be careful and at that time of the day, too. No, you just assume everybody wants to hurt you. But sure. this dude gave zero cares. He was just there doing his thing. Living his best life. Living his best <laughs> life. And the thing is, the look on his face, it wasn't like angry. It was just like, yep, this is what I'm doing. Try to stop me right now. I mean, and it was amazing. I was like, That's I had such great. respect. Also, he was a little bit scary, but still, it was it was it was amazing. It was scary confidence. Yeah, I could <laughs> yeah. see myself heading that way, but that's something that I'm a little bit worried about. Oh, Hello, no. everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Stillen. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, and available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. Lots to talk about today. I want to thank everybody who goes to FunEmploymentRadio.com and clicks on the Amazon link. Oh, what a wonderful link it is. A great way to support our show, and we do appreciate that. Whatever you buy on Amazon, we don't care what it is, and we will not judge you, just as long as you go to our website first and then click on the link. We will not judge you at all. And we cannot see what you're buying. We can't see what you're buying. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, you know. We're no, but we don't know. We no, we don't, don't know. We, we, we cannot. We know. we legitimately cannot see what you're getting. But if you want to tell us, that's fine. Like I'm, I'm always okay curious. With that. Some people send us their lists of what they It is interesting to see what people buy online because you can buy yeah. everything on there. You can buy anything you want, Sarah. I know, which you is You can weird buy everything because, online. Well, it's weird because I know that you know people who buy like you know toilet paper and paper towels and all different things. Are you going to go through the list of things that you know people buy and on Amazon? And sometimes plastic spoons. Great. And sometimes they'll buy napkins. Uh-huh. Maybe some disposable plates. Maybe some shampoo and conditioner. Go to funemploymentradio.com, click on the Amazon link so you can stop Sarah from talking about that. All right, also coming up on the show today, I may be a little bit bitter because uh, in studio. Let me say it. In studio earlier today, it was a surprise. We did not think that this was going to happen, but we um, were lucky enough, and by we I mean me, I was lucky enough to get the chance to interview Melissa Villasenor, who is, you might recognize her from uh, Saturday Night Live. Yeah. She's incredible and she's very funny on the show. And, I'm uh, very and she upset. came in. Studio. I know Greg. So Greg was stuck downtown, so he couldn't come in. So I got to interview her on my own. Super awesome, super awesome person. So yeah, I like Melissa Villasenor. I am a fan of hers. Um, we'll talk about it here in a bit. I'm. <laughs> it's unfortunately I didn't get to meet her or interview her, uh, but Sarah did, and she's on this episode, which is really really cool. So uh, we'll be playing that here in a little bit. Before we get to that, though, just to Explain what I was talking about at the beginning of the show. So I, you know, you talked about me being at that other job, and that's what I do for Digital Trends. So I, I host a live show for them, uh, an hour and a half, or sometimes longer. I think it was longer today, every morning, which is why I couldn't make it back here for that. But I get downtown really early in downtown Portland. It at like anywhere between four thirty and five thirty when I'm down there. It is a different kind of world. It's like everybody, these people that you've never seen they before, come out at night. They come out at night. I don't know where they hide during the day, but there's whole like, like just it's just strange. It's like you're in the the upside down or something like that. Like it's as weird. All right, I can that, I can see that. Yeah, it's yeah. like this doesn't make sense. How is this person pushing like uh, the like? What did I see today? This old couple that was walking around, and I'm like. I'm like, it's strange. It was, it's weird. They're, They're just walking wandering around, around. Wandering around at 4.30 in the morning. And I it say, always sounds couple. like a zombie apocalypse whenever you talk about being downtown that early in the morning. Yeah, they, they were wandering around. It's like I was seeing a like, – but they didn't fit in. They're like – just like an older couple you would see like tourists, but they're walking around downtown at 4.30 <laughs> in the morning. And I'm like – or this was like I guess like five-something. And 
it's like like I was looking at ghosts. Like it would be like, oh no, they didn't exist. They were ghosts. You always think that forever. people are ghosts because everybody looks like a ghost downtown, and they could be ghosts. They, they look like ghosts. I mean, that's where the Shanghai tunnels were back. In, you know, in the olden days. Yeah, a lot of people like Portland was pretty rough and tumble. A lot yeah. of people lost their lives down there. Right, and then there's just a lot of stabby people. You know, there's a lot oh, of so a lot of people that look like they're going to stab you. So that's yeah. where you got to watch out for them. But this guy today, I was walking toward the building where the the Digital Trend Studios are, and. There was a there's a bus stop out there, and I was kind of surprised that there was actually a few people there at the bus stop at that time. Usually, there's not that many people at the bus stop that, in downtown. Uh, but there was I, I'm walking down the street and I could hear this music, and it was it was, seriously was throwing me off for a minute because there's not really traffic. And I'm like, where the hell is that coming you wouldn't expect from? Music being playing that, that playing right no early in the morning. No, and it's big office building, so it's not like there's a window open. I mean, you can't open those windows. So I'm like, where the hell is this? And I'm listening to it. I'm like, what is that song? Like, I recognize it. It's like, is it? Uh, um, what the hell is it? I'm like, oh, it's like I've been waiting for a for girl, girl like, like you. Yeah, and it starts getting louder and louder as I'm walking around. I'm like, holy shit, that's foreigner. Foreigner, I mean, it blasting so loud, like bouncing off the building walls. And I'm trying to figure out where this is coming from because I'm like, is, is this in my head? Am I going crazy? Uh, maybe I'm the ghost. And I look down at the, at the bus stop and there's just this guy sitting there. And he's an older guy with like a yellow rain slicker and a boom box. And he's just sitting there with his boom box, like with this kind of not a scowl, but just like a firm look on his face. Mm-hmm. And he is blasting foreigner. At the bus stop. Not like jumping up and dancing, just like, yep, this, this is, is my what life. I do. <laughs> this is and my I am playing thing. this. I dare you to tell me was not to do it. Was it his jam, Greg? It was his jam. Yeah. It was definitely his jam. And there were these other people that were waiting for the bus stop. And I was looking at one lady's face. She looked kind of like annoyed. She's just like, oh, but then a little uncomfortable. Nobody was telling him to turn it off. He was just sitting there blasting this music. Well, nobody's going to tell crazy to turn off their stereo. No. And... And, uh, oh, Ben is saying, if it's the bus stop I'm thinking of, that dude rocks the music a lot. He was there last night. So and Ben is a bus driver. So maybe Ben does know this guy. This Could guy be. Might, be, might be more famous than I thought. And I was looking at him like, you know what? You're crazy, but I kind of like your style. I like what you're doing here. Was it crazy you're in like, like a way that you could see yourself like – Kind of going Easily. toward. I could. I. Yeah. You know, you're only a few steps away from doing that. I'm maybe two. I mean, that's kind of like just hanging out in your backyard where you're forcing people to listen to the music you want to. Yeah, I listen to Italian music. Except for just to put you now. in a yellow rain slicker at a bus stop with a boombox. Yeah, I'm on an Italian music kick, so yeah. that's what everybody has to listen to if they come to my house. So, yeah, I mean, which is a really fun place to hang out, by the way. If people have to listen to something when they're hanging out at your house. Yes, it's my house. We listen to Italian music. That's what. That's the mood I'm in right now. So. Uh, <laughs> So, uh, yeah, but this guy, I'm like, okay, I, I like it. I also wonder what steps happened in his life that got him to the point where he carries around his own boombox and he plays Foreigner in particular. And I'm not a big Foreigner fan, but what made him choose Foreigner? Is he trying to send a message to a woman? Are you sure it was like, what's, did it have like a tape deck or a CD player? Was it just the radio? I didn't get close enough yeah. for that, but I mean, it didn't you don't sound know. What like if the radio. What if it was just random? It didn't sound like the radio. It sounded, it sounded pretty clear. It was clear, yeah. Okay. Yeah, a clear, loud, crisp, if you will. Like, he specifically chose Foreigner. Okay. I've been waiting for a girl like you. Yeah, maybe he has been waiting for You know, and like, he was broadcasting this out. So, uh, yeah, maybe he was. Are you, do maybe you just want to figure out what that step was right before to make sure that you try to steer clear from it? Because you feel like you're dangerously close to the I'd edge. I'd just like to know where the line is. Mm-hmm. And if I decide at some point in life to step over it, I want to know where it is so I know when I'm stepping over it. When I cross over, if you will. 
into the upside down. Uh, when I do that, the, the mental upside down, like I want to know where it's at. I want to know where my boundaries are. Sure. Because I could accidentally go that way and then that sucks because then you're like, maybe you snap to you, have a moment of clarity like, oh shit, I'm at the bus stop blasting foreigner. How did I well, get here? Well, you like wake up one like, day and you're there wearing a yellow whoa, rain jacket. Oh, what's going on here? Yeah. You know, and you, and you snap too. Like, I just want to know when I'm heading that direction. Okay. And then, that, then it's my decision <laughs> to go over there. I don't think it would be. What would be your song? Oh boy. That's a tough question. I know it's just the toughest. I dep- I don't know which kind of guy I would want to be. I mean, the foreigner's nice. Maybe you know I don't know if you want to be the rock guy. I'd probably be more of a crooner guy. I'd probably be like a a Dean Martin, a Dean Martin kind of thing. That's the kind of mood I'm in anyway right now. So that's I think that's why it is. It's like I feel like you've been trying to make Dean Martin and Frank Sinatra work for yeah. years, and like uh-huh. it's just still not sticking. Volare. Mm-hmm. Welcome to hanging out in Greg's backyard. That's what at it is. Any right time now. is just him going like blurting out weird things, they trying to sound Italian. Party. Yep, real into it right now. Yeah. So that's pro- that would probably be it. I'd probably be playing that, and then, then you know I would be like the crooner guy, and then people would be like, "Oh man, here comes the crooner." Ooh, that'd be a pr- that'd be a pretty cool street nickname, the crooner. Oh no, I like that. I like that. That's that's got snappy uh, beat to it. Stephen's asking if you can uh, if you can request some Captain Beefheart. I don't remember how Captain Beefheart goes. I don't, I don't know what Captain Beefheart is. I'm not going to I just I like the Captain name. Beefheart is. Captain. <laughs> I figured that would be something that you'd want to call yourself. Captain, Captain Beefheart. Beefheart. <laughs> yes. I don't know if I'd want to be Captain Beefheart. I don't know. I don't know if I'd want to do that. I don't know what Captain Beefheart is. Huh. Captain Beefheart and his magic band. All right, I'll yeah, I remember that, that, that that was an actual thing. I don't know what it sounds like. Yeah. Though. Yeah. Ben says you have to rock a dirty suit. I could totally rock a dirty suit. I could be the downtown crooner. <sighs> if I were to go over the line again, that's why yeah. I need to know. Dangerously where the line close. is. Okay. So I don't step over it. All, All right. right. Well, I'll think about it. Okay. Okay. Let's, uh, let's do this. We have an interview to play. And yes, it is Melissa Villasenor, who was here on the show without me. She was in studio. She was sitting right there in that chair. Man. She was really cool, too. I like, think we ended up hilarious. chatting for a while before and after. Sorry. God damn it. I was kind of hoping. I'm like, maybe Greg will get done early. No. I tried. I didn't get down here. I was broadcasting, but mm-hmm. not with Melissa Well, I didn't realize Senor. how many amazing uh, impressions she can do. Yeah. She us, yeah. No, I know she's an impressionist, but I mean, just the array from like Julie Andrews all the way to like, you know, Sarah Silverman to, to anything like Owen Wilson, like yeah. all these random ones. It was pretty cool. Yeah, I know. She's pretty cool. <laughs> she was pretty cool. Well, I'll get to listen to the interview for the first time here now. Uh, so let's go ahead and play it. Seriously, she's amazing. She's at uh, Helium Comedy Club tonight and tomorrow night, 7.30, 10 o'clock. Um, I believe her earlier shows are sold out, so just the 10 p.m. shows. Okay, well, yeah. get there and get your tickets. Get then. your tickets, yep. Get your tickets to go see her because that's uh, she, she's awesome. <sighs> All right, <laughs> here it is. Uh, this is Melissa Villasenor here on Fun Employment Radio. Dot com. Um, how yeah, about that? That is wonderful. Is that good? That's great. Okay. Oh, I miss podcasts. You do a podcast, right? Well, I used to have one for a few years with All Things Comedy, and before I got SNL, when I got SNL, I had I did stop just because there was just no way. And I don't know if they SNL like allow approves of I it. I was wondering about that because you have so many. But we're just going to start. Hi, oh, yeah. my name's Sarah. You oh, know this. I'm here with Melissa Villasenor. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Um, so. <laughs> Is that my voice? <laughs> no, that was it. my voice. Oh my gosh, that was cl- okay. Can I yeah. tell you something weird? When I was looking it up, you and I have the same birthday, October ninth. 
Mm-hmm. I Every person I felt I've, something with I, you. I felt it too. Yeah. Every person I've ever met who is an October 9th person is just awesome. Uh-huh. I'm just saying. Oh, my God. We keep good company. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that cool that John Lennon shares that? And us? Sean Lennon. And Sean? Mm-hmm. John and Sean had the same birthday. I didn't know that. Yeah. So we're both Lennons. Like, we're double Oof. Lennon. Mm-hmm. Damn. Like, it doesn't get better than that. No. <laughs> we're double Lennon babies. <laughs> But podcasting, so your was your show the Melissa show? But that was the it was one called I was like, the Melissa show. I like I, every it. time I brought a comic on, they're like, "Wow, did you really think enough with that title?" And they're like, uh, um, "Like, well, that's my name. It works." Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, and uh, yeah, I felt like it was a fun thing when I did it because it was first of all, like with doing stand up, it's a great thing to just chat and then bits come out of it. Oh yeah, because like, you're not it a little bit. Yeah. yeah. And then I would have episodes where sometimes I'd just talk about my week or open up my heart, you know. And then there'd be times where I would just wanted to be silly and like sing or like interview one of my impressions. So I'd yeah. be doing voice to voice, back to back. And then I would have comedy pals on too, or my siblings. Yeah. I think I did a few Christmas episodes with my sister and brother. And we were just pretending we were at Santa's workshop. <laughs> okay, that's adorable. <laughs> No, but my my sister started coming in and singing Josh Groban. Of she, course she did. <laughs> my, my sister, Allie, is so... They're all really funny, my siblings. But my How sister, many siblings do you have? Three. Oh, awesome. And and my sis, uh, she she does a great Brandon Flowers impression from The Killers. Oh. She, she gets her shoulder, she goes... Unlevel. Like she does some weird. I don't know. She's so silly. Uh, like back in uh, 2005, when I worked in uh, commercial radio, mm-hmm. I worked on the alternative music station here in town, yeah. and totally hung out with Brandon Flowers a couple times. Just, just as ridiculous as you would think. He kept going on and on about his sunglasses that he was wearing in a pitch black bar, by the way, about how Elton had given them to him, and Elton just loved his well, music. What is his personality like? Is he not sparkling? He was a little. I think he's 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 now aware of what kind of a douchebag he was because I think his music now even his last album came out and he's making references to how out of control and oh. egotistical he was oh, man. back then Dude. the Brandon Flowers impression that's that's solid yeah she does a good one I loved your Julie Andrews I've been sitting here listening to your oh, voice this morning oh my gosh that is spot on I forget about those some I just forget like yeah and what I saw that I? you were working on I, I know that like one day she wasn't here, and then now she has Billie Eilish. Oh God, yeah. You're working on that one. I've been working on that one. It's interesting because I've I've definitely I've tried like, uh, not everyone knows exactly who she is. Just like it, it it's it's specific right now, but I think she's gonna keep. She is she's huge. Yeah. But I think in in terms of comedy clubs, some people don't know her yet. Yeah. Um, but I'm trying to kind of like last night I tried out how. You know, she dresses tomboy. Like mm-hmm. she has a she dresses really cool. She and looks really cool. I mean, <laughs> so cool. Um and her but and she's gorgeous too. Her face like she's beautiful. And I was thinking like, man, if I dressed even just a little tomboy, like people would be like, "Little boy, weren't you in school?" Like I just I was thinking about like, uh but uh, yeah, I like to do her her singing voice and even her speaking voice now. I've been working on like she's just I uh, have my Invisalign on, and she has. That. It's very like, uh, yeah. But but I think people. It's just going to take a little minute. I'm just maybe ahead of, a little bit. Of, I try to get ahead of the game a little bit. Yeah, if you're ahead of the curve, and then you're ready for next season. Yeah, because you're going to need it. But I mean, yeah. she sold out our huge oh stadium God. in Portland in like an hour. 
Jesus. And it seems like she's just existed for an hour. I mean, no, it's, it's incredible. Yeah. And I, I also, I mean, it's just so nice to see a family doing that together with her. Like, mm-hmm. she's so young. But it's cool that she's with her bro. And I love, that's awesome. Yeah. It's so cool. Well, when did you discover that you were actually, because uh, I know, because you're a comedian, you're a voice actor, you are an artist. I saw some of your drawings. Yeah. You're an amazing artist. Thanks. When did you realize that you could actually do impressions, that you were a good, was, amazing impressionist? Thanks. I was 12 years old, and I um, was listening to Britney so much, and Christina Aguilera, Jessica Simpson, Mandy Moore, and I was so obsessed with all the pop girl singers. And then it just kind of naturally, when I would sing their songs, I was like, oh, I think I could really match their voice yeah and then i started sharing it with you know uh classmates at school and people would laugh and i was like oh i like making people laugh with voices and then it just kind of kept growing from there and then i did my talent show in high school um a lot of singing impressions i got such a huge response and i was like this is it i'm doing comedy for my life wow that's cool yeah and i knew like so well that was my calling and I didn't stop. Like right after high school, I was like, I'm, I and I'm thankful I'm from LA, so I I started doing open mics. Um, just right out of high school, store, right out of high school in the Ice House. I was just getting my parents to drive me, um, and yeah. I mean, that's incredible. I mean, that's a lot a of people. Fighter. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds like it. Yeah. So you went from that, and then when was your first big kind of, I guess, break, if you will, when you did? Was it America's Got Talent? Yeah, that was definitely a really huge uh, thing. Um, I was 23, 2011, I think. And, um, yeah, I did impressions on that and that exposure. I didn't think anything of it. First of all, I was a little, I mean, man, most of my twenties, little brat bitch, (laughs) but I didn't want to do the show. I remember a lady was like, I think you should do this. Unless it'd be good. And I was like, no, no, please. It just, I just got, I don't know. I don't, I thought, I don't know. Something about that show. I was like, cheesy. cheesy. (laughs) I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be. What if you go? It goes bad. Like you could get humiliated too. And then, I don't know. I just something about it. I was like, I don't want to do it. And then when I flew out to Seattle to do the audition, the response was so huge and it surprised me. And then I, I realized like that was a perfect show for me at that time because it was special. There was no other female comedian impressionist yeah. like me. And I and I thought like that that made sense. It was nice to have that. Um, because I, years before I tried to audition for Last Comic Standing, oh man, it was like a 10 hour, I waited outside for, in the line, but I never got to audition. Oh but no. It, no, no, it's okay though. Because <laughs> it, it was, I think it was, it made sense to have, just being impressionist on an AGT was cool. And then I was on the road a lot after that, but yeah, that was, I think my big, my first, definitely the push. So is that how you think you got on SNL's map, on their radar? Um, no, because I auditioned for SNL prior to that. Okay. Yeah, a couple of years before I did. Um, and that was through doing, I was doing, I was at the store a lot doing shows, and I think Neil Brennan saw me do my impressions, my stand-up. And he's then, great. He's the best. And then he reached out to SNL and stuff like that. And, um, and I sent it a reel. And yeah, that's, I auditioned 2009, I think. Wow. Um. Yeah, what, was a journey. what a journey! It's so cool to look at it and be like, "Wow, that's that's amazing." I was telling little, you know, little Esther Esther Favitsky. <gasps> We've had her on. Yeah, oh, she's awesome. She's the best. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I I, I was. I saw I your saw thing you posted with her with the croissant. I'm like uh, Esther. She's the one. best. And we, she was my first roommate when I moved out of my parents' house. 
I lived in her with her studio. Oh, and, wow. And, yeah. <laughs> and her dog, Pepper. Um, but I was telling her the other night at the store, I was like, isn't it amazing just where we've come? Mm-hmm. I mean, the years, it's just You should incredible. be so proud. Yeah, I'm I really proud. I mean, you've proud. been working so hard. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I could see... I could see that now. I see how, you know, my dating life, my social life isn't, you know, I don't have a boyfriend. I don't, I've never really had a long-term boyfriend, but I could see how the sacrifice of certain things, especially in my 20s, I was, it, it, that was crucial to like get to where you have to be. It's yeah. just, I just had to sacrifice stuff, but it's interesting. It's just interesting. That is. And then you're kind of... So I I forgot that SNL Saturday Night Live does you're like on summer break right now. Yes. Right. And then when do you pick back up again? Uh usually like late September. Okay. Mm-hmm. So during this time off, what do you do you just do spend a lot of it out on the road? Yeah, I think um And with some your adorable dog. Oh, Penny. I was kinda I'm not gonna lie, I was really hoping that maybe Penny would I be know. Here. <laughs> I originally wanted to, if I had the time, I wanted to drive up from LA and bring her but That takes I, a while though, yeah. <sighs> Yeah, I think it's a lot. It's a busy summer in the sense that my sister's getting married in August, so I'm the maid of honor. So I have to prep. Like, we have the bachelorette coming up. Then there's a bridal shower in L.A. So I I think I just want to be with my sis a lot this summer. And, um, yeah, and hang out in L.A. in the sun. Sometimes just sitting in the sun Sun for a long time, it makes me feel really good. Uh, Doing stand-up, yeah, I'll I'll do spots in L.A. And then have, like, some other gigs on the road this summer and... I'm trying to complete my own other projects outside of all this. I, my art book, my book of my drawings, getting that proposal ready, and my music album. I'm, I think I'm just going to record one more song and release the full-length music album. Um, I do songs in, on the side, too, and I That's love to amazing. sing. And then, um, yeah, I just keep honing my stand-up, you know? Yeah. It's great. I mean... It seems like you have a pretty full life, like with you know, with all of the different types of art you're doing, impressions, yeah. you know, yeah. working on Saturday Night Live. Is there anything that you would like like to be doing with the, any like teeny amount of spare time you have that you haven't really nailed down yet? Um, anything? Yeah. Oh. Um. Or I mean, I guess is there like, do you want to like maybe be like an, have an acting like go and be an actor? Oh yeah, like, yeah, 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 definitely. I mean, I I definitely have some auditions this summer, and I want to. Um, I think, yes, I'd love to, I always am open to playing, I love acting. I, I want, I think it's time to make my own movie, though, because no one's going to write the part that I'm going to want to play. No one's going to do that mm-hmm. for me. You know, I have to figure out the idea, and I've been talking with Michael Showalter because he likes my stuff, and I was like, I'd want him to direct because he directed Big Sick, and he's he's awesome. Yeah. And I, I feel like working with someone... And that re- world like that and together on an, a movie idea would be really special. That is really amazing. I think that might be the way to go. And I do want to play a female Joker. I was, I do want to do something like kind of creepy and wacky like that. Yeah. I could see myself kind of morphing into something wacky and silly and creepy. Kind of like, because you, you actually, well, speaking of like someone who's funny, who is like morphing into creepy, like Bill Hader yeah. on Barry. Oh. When that's like, that has been the most magical transformation to see. Like, yeah. holy crap, you're terrifying. Yeah. And you were, weren't you on there? Yeah. The, okay. So that was like my first pilot I ever booked. That that's, was the summer before, I mean, before I even got SNL. It was a beautiful. Wow. It was really cool how the, the universe. I have to say, it like it really was amazing because uh, I auditioned for that February 2016. I got that 
sweet little part as a waitress in Barry. So cool. And I was like, oh man, <laughs> Bill Hader, you know, like one of the best, like one of the best. And then uh, I also did first impressions with Dana Carvey. Wow. And it was kind of cool, like these SNL folks I look up to so much. And then I auditioned for, and this was before he was even in sight. Wow. But I was feeling something in my soul of like, oh, something's coming. I totally believe that. If you follow the signs. If you're like literally you in tune and you're listening, you're, oh, and you're, nothing's blocking you, you can really, you can see it. I a thousand percent agree. Like when things start to kind of fall into place, it's like, this is the direction I'm supposed to be going yeah. right now. Like this is, yeah. all right, this is good. Keep doing that. Keep going that way. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Wow. That's, yeah, and I think it's because I I started asking out loud for everything I wanted exactly. Mm-hmm. I never did that all those years of doing. I never said out loud like, I am a star. I am hilarious. I am. I'm gonna. I'm on SNL. I was saying that before it wasn't even. Is that so weird to say? Yeah, it's nuts. Yeah, and every time I go on a break. And I think about it like, oh, oh my God, I'm on that show. But when you're there yeah. and you're wrapped up in the work of it, sometimes you you forget. Mm. But every time I go on break, I, I'm like, man, that's incredible. That's, that's so amazing. Cool. Um, what is a yeah. typical work week like when you're doing SNL? Because there's like, I know there are all sorts of like writers' it's, tables and everything. Yeah, it's there's a rhythm of it and a schedule. But I it depends on the week too. If like if I'm heavy in, well, actually everything. That's the thing. The biggest thing about that show is there's no control. You can't control um, the episode. Yeah. Everything is like you. So Monday you meet the host. Tuesday you write. And then Wednesday's table read. And then they'll pick like the eight or nine things, sketches that get to go to the show. Wow. You rehearse Thursday. Friday you rehearse as well. And then you also, if you're in those pre-tapes, they film three total, usually on Friday. Okay. That could be a really long hours. Um, And then... Like the Momoa episode, did you see the first yes. impressions? Beck's hilarious. Yes, where he's like, "Come find me." Um, <laughs> we film that till five thirty a.m. Saturday. Oh wow! And then we go to work by twelve thirty Saturday to run the whole show. Holy so crap. the hours could be really draining, and you have to try to get make sure you get sleep in between. Um, sometimes it's a light week. Sometimes I'm I could be in hardly anything. Mm-hmm. And then I have Thursday, Friday free. So it just depends. But then it's also, it constantly changes. I could get there on Saturday and be like, oh, now I'm added in this sketch. Because something that happened in the news cycle, perhaps? Yeah. 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 So it's constantly out of control. Unless it's your piece, like you've written, you can really produce and make it good for yourself. But I, and even then, after dress rehearsal, you don't know if it's going to air if it got cut. So there's constantly this roller coaster of, yes, 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 and it's going to happen. And then it's, no, and then you're. And then it's hard when you're hurt because you're human. And if a piece gets cut and then sometimes the hearts, sometimes it's hard when family or friends are in town and it comes to the taping and they're like, it's amazing to be here. And then you're heartbroken at the same time. You're not in the episode. There's like certain things that it it could be really, it could be tough, but. um, It sounds like you have to have a lot of like mental strength to be able to deal with the back and forth. It's really mental. A lot of the exhaustion is mental. I feel like thinking coming up with stuff but what i did before the season started i made a a a sweet journal of only positive things like things lists of things that felt good in my life or accomplishments so i could look back and see like oh i did this you know list gratitude list prayers like that way i look at that if i ever feel um not good you know i don't know so it helped me throughout the year to have that list and 
Um, well, yeah, like you were saying in the break, like you get a chance to st- step back and be like, holy crap, I've done all of this stuff. It's, but then when you're in the thick of yeah. it, it's probably like you need to remind yourself. Yeah, because you constantly want to keep getting better. And you want your star to grow. And it's like, yeah. But I could see how God does this thing where he does know the perfect timing for someone like me. Mm-hmm. And he knows like what's best for me. Because sometimes I can't. Sometimes I'm sick and I'm like, oh, good. I'm glad that got cut because I'm not feeling well. I would want to perform and feel good. It's okay, yeah. you know. So every every little moment, every beautiful moment I've had, especially this season, I was like, that was perfect timing for yeah. that. That was perfect. That was I was able to handle that because then there's so much pressure and constant that could be exhausting too mm-hmm. and, and scary too. So I like I like that growing and that patience on the show. Even like I could see. I know I'm going to keep growing there and keep getting better, and and it's nice to see that I don't have to rush it. And we don't want to be rushed as comedians. It yeah. could be so scary. I've had that t- that taste of pressure when I did America's Got Talent. You know, I was only doing Santa for three or four years, hardly any spots, mm-hmm. too, not every night. And I felt like, oh, gosh, now I have to headline. And now I, you know, people are looking at me, come up with new jokes, new impressions. And so it's scary. I feel like it's gradual is the way to go. And um, as long as I keep, and I know I keep working hard, it yeah, will keep getting better. My comedy, it just gets better. But patience is good. Have you ever? So many lessons. I know I'm sharing all you're these do- lessons. You're, you're yeah. doling it out. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, have you ever done an impression that you do for anybody that you're doing the impression of? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, um, uh, especially comedians like Whitney Cummings I've done. <gasps> Um, yeah, I was okay, guys. To... Yeah, Whitney Cummings, uh, Sarah Silverman. Oh my god, um, I am so hairy. <laughs> uh, and 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 if I run into them at a club, they're gonna want me. Like Sarah, every time she's like, "Do me," and I have to open my set <laughs> doing an impression. Um, Wanda loves hers. Wanda Sykes. Uh, I oh, did that. For she's her amazing. Last... Oh my god, her special. I I saw that you posted about that. Damn. I haven't seen it yet. I was it, just watching Curb. I was watching Curb Enthusiasm. I was telling is, myself, oh. Melissa, remember when people ask you who are your favorite comedians, be sure to list Wanda Sykes yeah. because she's like a classic. Like I mean, like Ellen, like these folks that they're so good. Mm-hmm. They are so good, and yeah, I mean, so good. That special is great. Um, well, about impressions, did you ever hear from Lady Gaga? No, I've told people that how uh, she never said anything. That's weird that she did because you nailed it. I know. No, but she, she's like, not, <laughs> nobody was, should be able to do what I do. I, what, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, no, here I am. I, I they, did it. And a and, and, uh, lady that worked at us, she was like, I told Gaga, you're doing this tonight. I was like, oh, sweet. So I was hoping, yeah, like, yeah. Gaga would be like, Melissa, come over. Come hang out with me. I thought maybe there was some type of, but she did, a fan tweeted the clip of my update to her and I saw that under her likes Gaga liked it so I think that got a I think that's all I know that's really cool <laughs> but AOC loves hers um, she's posted a few times on her Insta oh, story oh that's incredible and like that's that was it was cool going in the season I, I said out loud I was like my goals are reoccurring political impression to get on weekend update and to keep shining and keep getting better and that all happened. Yeah. I did. I mean, I got to do an original character, the Law and Order girl, which Anna Dresden. I don't know if you've heard. Anna Dresden is a wonderful writer and great comic. She wrote that character for me. Oh, really? It's a, um, every teen girl murder suspect on Law and Order. I remember that. Yeah, and it was that it was, was perfection. Brilliant. She yeah. did such. I mean, 
I know we did it together, but she really, Anna is the best. Um, yeah, it was so cool. Oh, well. And the, yeah, AOC was a fun one to well, and you figure probably, out. That's probably going to be pretty heavy next season, I too. know, I know. That must be so exciting. It's so cool. How And how neat is that, too, that you get to use your skill and your talent to be able to do, like, political and, like, social commentary in a fun way? And you're, like, it, part, yeah. of, part of what's happening. Like, you're a part of it. That's, that's crazy. That's nuts. That's beautiful. It is beautiful. And it's cool to play AOC because she is such a – like, we made sure to write her as a badass. You know, yeah. it's like there's nothing – like, she's, she's great. I just and love so how she fun. infuriates – so many angry and she's people. So calm. Oh yeah. It's like she, she's everything they don't like. You know, like I mean, oh, I, mean yeah. I mean, what they because she's she doesn't fight. She doesn't yell. She's smart. And yeah. Oh, that's it, so frustrating because nobody's getting her goat. Smart and, she's like, well, and young this is the and yep. and calm and educated. Yeah. Yeah. She's. I know. It's so great. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, where can people follow, um, like, where's the best place to follow you online? I think, I mean, I feel like my Instagram is where I post the most things. So Melissa V Comedy, and that's also my Twitter handle. I'm not, I don't go on Twitter that much. I've tri- I've always tried to Twitter, but I don't really know how to do it's it. It's just, sometimes it's uh, so much, I don't know. I like Instagram. I like making Insta stories with my pals. And, <laughs> uh, and then I have an art account, Melissa V Art. I separated it just because some drawings are, it could get pretty emotional and stuff, and mm-hmm. I, I, but I try to weave it in on my Insta story so people could see the art, and I, I call them my fragile folks, and I feel like that those are my fans that come out and they love the art, and yeah, that's amazing, it's so nice, well, so you, yeah, I think so that's multi talented. Hey, thanks. It's just you know practice and enjoying it, and yeah, awesome. Ah. Well, thank you so much for coming in, Sarah, and you have shows, yes, yes Sarah, correct. Um, and you have shows tonight, uh, June 7th, Friday, June 7th. So your earlier shows are sold out, correct? Yes, I think so. Oh, yes. All right. So uh, 10 p.m. tonight, 10 p.m. tomorrow night, Saturday, June Still 8th. tickets. Hope to see you there, guys. There tickets. I mean, you want – just come and see her. This is going to be an incredible weekend for You're comedy. You're so sweet. Thanks. Thank you. This was wonderful. Thanks. All right. Really appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> There she is, Melissa Villasenor, here on Fun Employment Radio. I'm, I'm so bummed. I couldn't <laughs> no. be here for that, but uh, she's awesome. Writing the, the writing for SNL is fascinating. I wish I could have asked a few questions. Uh, but nonetheless, you did a great job. Maybe again some. Oh, thank you, Greg. I yes. appreciate it. Yes. Well, yes. hey, come on. I didn't get to be here. I'm saying I you know. did a good job. I, well, we didn't know. So the reason why we hadn't promoted it was because we just found out this morning yeah. that it was happening. Yeah, so that was, so was kind of a – second. Yeah, it was super <laughs> cool. Like, oh. That's amazing. All right. I'll be right down. Yeah. Here we go. Very cool. So yeah. uh, get your tickets for any that are still left for Helium Comedy Club. All right. Something I am going to get to do this weekend, though. Tell me. Is this. Sarah, I am going to be, yet again, in a music video. <gasps> well, I'll be. Are you going to be murdered a bunch of times? I don't know. That's what okay. I want to bring up. So uh, our Fred Keelan King uh, and Sean Wynn are both in a, a group called The Praetorians. There's a vid- they have their first album out, which is fantastic and they have another one that's going to be coming out and but the first one there was a, one of their songs we did a music video for or they did and I got to be in it but the theme of the music video is everybody kills me over and over and I keep waking back up and then just to get killed again by them <laughs> and we filmed this out in a it's pretty a, glorious this Carver I think it was, it was out at Carver Park or uh, I can't remember what park anyway like Barton to Carver Carver? yeah I think so oh, Okay, it was out there somewhere but anyway we filmed it at a park out there and this giant park, and so they all dressed up in like armor, like armor with like weaponry, mm-hmm. like swords and axes and stuff. Like not plastic, like actual. 
I think weapons. it was real yeah. weapons, yeah. And then they they chased me. So I would wake up out of panic. And the whole video is amazing. We'll post a link to it. And and then they would chase me, and then I would die by the hands of one of them, and then I would wake back up again and then die by the hands of another one. So it was a whole bunch of killing killing Greg. Killing Greg. In the forest mm-hmm. for that shoot, which was still – I'm still a little confused on that one. Why they wanted me to be there. But anyway – Oh, why they wanted to keep repeatedly murdering you? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Keelan was trying to send me a message somehow. I think so. <laughs> but, but then uh, they have their, their, another album that's going to be coming out, and we're filming a video. And I can say this because he had posted publicly because they were looking for extras. Uh, we're filming another video this weekend. <gasps> now, and are you going to be one of the main characters again, or are you going to be I an extra? I don't think so. No, I'm not an extra. I would say I'm a featured extra, A maybe. featured extra. Yeah. Uh, myself and Gil, our buddy Gil from uh, – uh, Southeast uh, oh, Barber Company. something about little guys? Is that what it is? That's what Gil you and I are common. both short. Yep. He's trying. That's what it is. I bet he's going to try to make some joke about us being short. Okay. At least you have a, a little buddy, though, with you. <laughs> Gil and I are buddies. We're not little buddies. <laughs> <laughs> but a light bulb changer is trying to make fun of us. No, I, it's, I, I know what it is generally what I'm going to do, but I'm going to guess there's something else to it Yeah. that I don't know. And uh, I know there's going to be a stage. I know there's a group of people because you may still be looking for extras. If anybody's interested, I, I don't know for sure. They may have already booked that up, um, but you can let me know yeah, or send me an email and I'll ask. Okay. And find out. Uh, but yeah, this is going to be uh, this is going to be interesting. That's pretty, and that's happening Sunday. Sunday. Oh Sunday's when I'm boy! Yeah, yeah. Oh, how fun! So, Praetorians video shoot this Sunday. Oh, yeah, the event's public on Facebook, so you can find it. Cool. So, if you're interested in going, oh, maybe I might go, right go too. Yeah, yeah. Come on down. You can we'll watch whatever it is. Oh man, what's he gonna do to us? Because we're gonna show up and be like, oh yeah, so I wanted to do this. Oh, by the way, <laughs> oh man, it's gonna be all murder all the time. It's gonna, they're gonna murder me again. Oh, well, speaking of this weekend, I did want to say something about uh, the arm wrestling event that we had been talking about for the past couple weeks. So uh, it came to my attention that my character's name, which was gentrification, um, was offending some people, that it was not um, being accepted in the way that I thought that it was because I was honestly thinking like WWE, like wrestling villain, like the worst that you can get. Yeah, and that's that's how WWE works. I like, mean, because like wrestling, you you have the the villains because everybody boos them and is against them. Exactly. Because I was I was thinking like, what's yeah. evil? I'm like, that's evil. It's theatrics. Exactly. Yeah. It was just a, supposed to be theatrics. So I truly want to apologize if anyone took that as anything other than that. Uh, that was absolutely not my intention. I was just trying to think of a funny villain name and uh, in yeah. that kind of WWE contest. In the in the vein context. of WWE. Totally. Yeah. So uh, absolutely apologize if anybody. Um, I was thinking that it meant something that didn't. It truly didn't. So, um, also that being said, though, I had something come up, and I cannot actually participate in the arm wrestling thing that's happening tomorrow. So I'm not going to be able to be there. However, the charity is still amazing. So it's for SMYRK Smirk. So um, SMYRC RC. Excuse me, SMYRC. Um, the competition's still going on. It's going to be great. So uh, make sure if you get your tickets, like go support everybody, have a great time. And uh, I totally wish I could be there. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean it's a, it's a great yeah. charity, uh, SMYRC, supporting L- LGBTQ youth, and they do all kinds of different things for them um, with the with a youth center, you know, specifically to provide some help. So yeah, like a, mental health, yeah, and, mental and health, and, and just resources and absolutely people to go talk to. So yeah, it's it's a great organization. 
a great charity. So yeah, definitely support them. Uh, bummer that Sarah can't be there, but you know. But maybe Sunday I get to be in a music video. Maybe that'll work we'll out. We'll see. All right. <laughs> well, uh, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Uh, give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. And a big thank you to Melissa Villasenor. Because I just hear the SNL voice when they're announcing her. Like, <gasps> Melissa Villasenor. Oh so at the beginning of the interview, I don't know if you heard this, but when I was like, I'm just like, she's like, oh, it's good. I'm like, oh, good. Like how I do. But she looked at me. She's like, are you trying to mimic me? I'm like, no. That was kind of embarrassing. I don't know if that was before the thing. But I think she thought that I was like, Trying to make a Were voice. Were you trying to mimic her? No. Sarah, don't embarrass our guests. And, like, Do you know how nervous I was already? Like, I didn't know. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm interviewing a cast member of SNL. Oh, Greg can't be here. Oh, I'm doing this by myself. <sighs> no, I really like her, too. All right, anyway, um, that sounded weird and creepy when I said it that That way. sounded so that creepy. That sounded super creepy. I didn't mean it to sound that way. If Who are you talking Melissa. to? Melissa. All right. <laughs> she did say that she would uh, share the show. Oh, excellent. Mm-hmm. Well, that's great. Yeah. Um, all right. Thank you, everyone, once again, yeah, like I said, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. Do appreciate all of your support. Send us that email and uh, share the show. Uh, Melissa Villasenor will. So share the show on your <laughs> social media. We, we That does make a big difference when you find an episode. Like, say, earlier this week for that New Kids on the Block episode. I know we got a few emails from people saying that was uh, they, they enjoyed that. Share that. Share it with somebody yeah, else. If you have a specific one that you liked. That somebody knows. All you share. have to do is post and say, hey, I thought this was pretty funny. Um, maybe you will, too. Yeah, or like if you have a friend that maybe went to the New Kids on the Block concert, like, hey, was it like this? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. It's... It goes a long way, and I know a lot of people think, oh, well, my social media doesn't reach anybody. It does. If you it reach does. one person, you that's, reach someone. That's reaching somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah and it, it makes a difference for us. So thank you. Thank you to everybody for all your support. Thanks for listening to awesome. this show, and have a great weekend. A great weekend. And we will be back on Monday with more Fun Employment Radio. Dot com. I'm going into a – I think I'm going to try out for like a, a voice on OPB. Is that – no, I don't think you should do that. I'm going to give that a shot. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye.